0: Okay. I would go out of my way to attack. Far above the surface, I would slip out in the middle of the ocean to It's gonna be the best fucking tuna you have ever fucking had. Bird tuna. All right, this is the Yardbird Tuna Show. I am your host, the Tuna. Here we are again on a Sunday morning. Back at it, baby. Uh, this is another one of these occasions where I'm uh, alone. Everybody's a little busy. That's okay. It's my show, so you should probably get used to hearing my fucking voice, baby. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's an interesting uh, interesting week, okay? Okay. Uh, Yesterday, I celebrated nine years clean. Uh, As we discussed last week, that means no narcotics of any kind, no alcohol, no smoking weed, no taking fucking pills of any kind. Uh, That's how I live these days, and I've been doing it for nine years now. Um, What else happened? Uh, My birthday was a week ago on the 4th, and... uh, <laughs> or whatever it was, like uh, it was, uh, like fucking eight or nine days. I don't fucking know. Anyway, this month is a is a, a good month for me. You know, a lot going on. Um, what I wanted to do, I'm gonna try something a little different this time. Uh, I'm a fucking weirdo, man. I like this motivational stuff. Uh, I think at this point, you guys that are listening do uh, know that. And uh, I get these quotes on my phone every morning, uh, random quotes. And uh, I think just for the sake of conversation, maybe I'll read one of these quotes that I got and and try to reflect on what it means to me. So uh, without further ado, what we have here is, um, it says from Mr. Walt Disney, this is a quote from Walt Disney. It says, you may not realize it, when it happens, but a kick in the teeth may be the best thing in the world for you. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Walt Disney, the guy that makes cartoons. <laughs> Sounds like he had some fucking anger issues. Um, now, I'm making jokes about this, but uh, I, think, I think to me, this is a great quote to apply to... Uh, What I've experienced in my life. I absolutely believe this. Um, So. I think what Mr. Disney. Was attempting to tell people. Is that. You're going to experience some ugly shit in your life. And at that particular moment. You may think that it's like. The hardest thing you ever dealt with. And uh, you may. May at that moment wonder. How in the fuck are you going to get through it. But. When you do get through it, when you find a way, when you when you have this hurdle that you have to overcome, this fucking wall, this burden, this new challenge, uh, if you don't run from it, if you don't hide from it, if you take it and just, you know, attack it, face on for what it is, find a way. It's a puzzle, you know, It's a puzzle. Figure it out. When you do achieve success over what this challenge is, you're going to find yourself a new person. I think that's what it means to me anyway, because I know that that's how I've experienced it, you know. Uh, As we've discussed, me and my family and, you know, we've experienced ugly shit in our lives, and uh, I think it's made us tougher, you know. Some people reflect on bad experiences in their life, and they'll say, man, I wish I could just go back and change that. I think you're looking at it all wrong, you know? Yes, it fucking sucked. There's no way to deny that, okay? And God knows you would never wish bad upon somebody else. That's um, that's kind of a, a bad karma, a bad omen kind of thing, you know? You don't want somebody to, to- deal with some ugly shit in their life. But on the same token... It's the only way that the strong people are built, you know. That's just the way it's done. So, um, I mean, this all being said is kind of a good segue into something else that I wanted to discuss. And uh, I kind of wanted to do a little bit of a shout-out to my cousin, Chris Howarth. Um, you know, he told me that it was okay to use his full name because he's proud of what he's doing in his life. And, uh, and I'm very proud of him, too you know? So, um, he's not here today to... uh, I'm hoping that he will come in and talk to me, Uh, but I want to tell a little bit about what he's been dealing with recently and um, some things that he's changed in his life and why he's not here right now at this moment. So, uh, my cousin, you know, kind of grew up in a tough little environment and, uh, you know, just... He, he became one of these turtle people, I think, in my opinion, where he just kept to himself and he stayed in his shell, and he didn't really try too many new things. He knew the things that he liked, but that was about it. And um, due to some circumstances that I won't, I won't discuss because I don't know if that's okay or not, uh, in the last year or so, he's decided to change some things in his life. And one thing in particular that he started doing was that he decided that he wanted to go to a gym and start doing powerlifting, you know? So that's uh that's what he's been up to and he's been having some amazing results. I'll tell you, man, when he and I kind of reconnected cuz it's not that uh it's not that we lost contact. I went into the military, he stayed here and did his thing. He's a good kid, he's a good you know a uh, decent person pays his bills you know takes care of his uh his life he's a good family member you know like he's a responsible adult he's more so than I ever was in my whole fucking life until I destroyed everything but uh, yeah, some people just naturally kind of have that thing you know where they just know yeah you got to go to work and you got to pay your fucking bills and you know they just are responsible <laughs> Yeah, I was not that. So anyway, I diverted from the conversation. Uh, Chris, Chris, uh, my cousin, d- didn't really make huge mistakes in his life, but he he found himself in in a spot that he just wanted to try something different, you know. Um, when we reconnected, he was a little overweight. I'm not going to put the guy down and say that he was a big fat fuck. He, he wasn't a big fat fuck, but he uh, he had a little bit of a little bit of you know um, roundness to him. Didn't have no, too many sharp edges on him. <laughs> and um, he just wanted to change, you know. He wanted to try something different, and uh, he got into this powerlifting thing and he dove in uh, all the way. You know, he had some some circumstances in his personal life that I think were causing him a little bit of stress, and I think that this was a good stress relief for him. So the reason he's not here today, though, is because he's actually at his very first competition, and and I personally hope he does really well because he's worked his fucking balls off for this. And, um, you know, I think it would be awesome if he came back with... Some kind of re- a reward for this effort that he's done. But on the same token, it's not, it's not always about uh, getting a fucking medal or a trophy or a pat on the ass. Sometimes the personal satisfaction is looking in the mirror and being happy with who you are. And I think he's becoming that guy, you know. I think that the gym gives uh, people that satisfaction. That's why it's becoming such a very popular thing, you know. In our society nowadays, there's a lot of low self-esteem out there, you know? And I think that the easiest result that people can see right off the bat is that, well, I don't really like my outer appearance, so, so they, they kind of work on it a little bit, you know? And I think that it slowly evolves into creating this tough persona, and, and it becomes who you are. You know, you you get a little harder, you get a little stronger, you get a little faster, you get a little smarter, and it's all a part of this this building process, you know, you're creating something new, you know, and um, I thoroughly encourage it. Uh, I've been trying to do the gym thing, and honestly, I've been working my fucking balls off, I've been running up and down the East Coast, Uh, what, last week I was in Virginia for one night. The week before that, I spent almost a whole fucking week there. And uh, you know, it's just to me, I don't know if I have the time right now to do the gym. I just uh I, I like the idea of it. I do want to get involved. I'm also interested in powerlifting, but I just think that my life is so fucking full right now that I probably probably I, I just don't think I can. I got a newborn baby uh job my my work is is very busy um this thing takes up some time you know um as a heads up I think I think in the near future I'm going to be changing um how often the episodes come out I think that I might kind of step back a little bit and uh I know some guys look forward to hearing this thing every week and I I truly appreciate that I sincerely do you know, I joke around about not having too many listeners, but that doesn't mean that I don't appreciate the very few people that, you know, are very uh, loyal to listening to my bullshit, you know, so truly, thank you. You know, it, it kind of keeps me going most weeks, most weeks. I have like this guilt in my my head that like somebody out there wants to fucking hear this. I don't know Why? I don't know what the fuck, uh, I'm doing, you know, (laughs) I don't know why, uh, you guys are listening to me. And sometimes I think I'm being too vulnerable on here or I'm being, uh, abrasive or I'm talking too much shit, or maybe I curse too much. I don't know. You know, like this whole fucking thing is, is such a learning process. Part about myself and part about how I want to present myself to the world, you know. Um, You do a lot of self-reflecting when you suddenly hear your voice and you start spewing your fucking thoughts all over the internet, you know. And you suddenly become real concerned with, wait, how is this going to make me look to the rest of the world, you know. And uh, it also takes some... You know, like, sometimes you think that you're a confident person. I think that I am most days. But most days, I am not talking to a large group of people, potentially the whole fucking world. But when I suddenly start doing that, you realize that you ain't nearly as confident about things that you thought you were. And, and that takes some work, too, you know? To grab your fucking balls and sit here and just say whatever the fuck you want on this thing. Uh, sounds easy in theory until you fucking sit here and do it and then hit the fucking publish button on Podbean or whatever platform you, do, you know, plan on publishing your uh, podcasts on. So, um, so it's a learning lesson, you know? It's a learning lesson. Uh, what the fuck, man? I feel like I just ran through all my bullet points, like, so fucking quick, man. Um... So, Chris, if you're out there and your competition's going on, man, fucking kill it, dude. Kill it. I'm proud of you, man. I'm sincerely proud of you. We got big things going on in this family. PJ Cuzzo's about to fucking have a baby. Jesus Christ. Who would have thought, man? Who would have thought that? (laughs) I have a baby. I got fucking nine years clean. You know, I was with my mom last night. And, uh, she, she looked at me and she was like, you know, you got nine years. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And, uh, she was like, did you ever think that it would be like this? Did you think that you would get all this, this that you have and not the stuff? I'm not talking about the material bullshit. You know, she was talking about my wife and my child and my good love of my uh, my good life and the love of my family, you know, no, no, I didn't imagine that, you know, I didn't imagine that at all, I mean, shit, nine fucking years ago, I would have been happy, I was, I was pretty much fucking homeless, I would have been happy if they just, just weren't mad at me, you know, I just remember everybody just, just had this feeling Like, uh, everybody's fucking furious with me, and I probably uh, should just stop being a burden on everybody else, you know? Not even a a burden, like, economically, or just a mental burden on everybody else. That's the way I felt when I got my shit together nine years ago, you know? And uh, I remember when my mom dropped me off at the fucking VA hospital, and uh, it's crazy, dude. So I'm sitting in this waiting room in like the fucking, uh, what was it? It's not really like an emergency room. It was like a, uh, like a check in, I guess. I don't know. They were like trying to figure out where the fuck they're going to stick me. And uh, so I'm sitting there, and my mom decided to like call around the rest of the family, especially on my father's side, let my dad know. They're, my parents are divorced, so. They don't really talk that much, you know. For my mom to call my dad directly, that's like fucking unheard of, you know. So she called my dad and um, she told him, you know, we're here at the VA hospital. Chris is going to stay here a while. He needs to get his shit together, you know. And I remember just talking to everybody and I was like so emotional and so fucked up. But at the same time, I felt so relieved that maybe, maybe I'm fucking done. Maybe I don't have to live like this no more, you know? Like, instead of being a piece of shit, maybe now I can try to do something different, you know? And uh, if you're not a recovering addict, if you're not a recovering alcoholic, or if you never changed anything drastic in your life, the feeling is relief, you know, like nobody becomes an addict or an alcoholic or a degenerate fucking gambler. No kid grows up as that, like, like that as their goal, okay? Nobody's excited to be a fucking junkie and steal from their family and fuck people over and lie constantly. Nobody wants to do that. So when you find yourself in this moment... You know, this moment of like, all right, today's the fucking day, you know, today is this fucking day where we're going to stop everything and change, you know, we're just going to, whatever the fuck they tell me to do at this point, I'm just going to do that because I don't fucking know what I'm doing anymore and I'm just exhausted, you know, and um, that's what it was. That's what my first day clean was, you know, is just uh, sitting in the fucking VA hospital out in Coatesville, Pennsylvania, and not having any fucking idea that in nine fucking years I would have a little tiny fucking baby that smiles at me every fucking second she can. Every time her eyes pass by my face and she sees me She fucking lights up with this big grin, you know? And my wife, you know? My favorite fucking person on this planet, other than my child, is my wife. I mean, I want to be a comedian because I can make my wife laugh, and therefore I think that maybe I can make other people laugh. But I'll tell you, if I get on that fucking stage and the only person in the audience is laughing is my wife... Fuck him. I don't care. It was worth it. (laughs) I don't know, man. She's got this awesome fucking smile and laugh. I love seeing her just happy. You know? That's what I do nowadays. Nine fucking years ago, I didn't think (laughs) any of that was going to happen. You know? I, uh, I had no fucking idea that I could achieve such things, you know? So I'm extremely grateful. Uh, Oh, so I briefly touched on the fact that I'm going to be uh, releasing the episodes later. And I think in the near future, we might drop down to either twice a month, every two weeks, or maybe just once a month. Uh, But there'll be longer episodes. I'm leaning towards once a month, and they're going to be two-hour episodes, uh, specifically guests. Uh, I got some ideas, some friends I've been talking to about doing, um, like, exclusive episodes about particular topics. Uh, A buddy of mine seems to be on board with doing, an uh, like, maybe every so often doing episodes where we talk nothing but about fucking cars and automobiles, motors and hot rods and fucking tuner cars and whatever and he'll give his opinion and i'll give my opinion and we'll talk shit back and forth and um i mean i love the idea i don't know how much anybody else is going to give a shit but the advice i've been getting getting from people recently is to stop worrying about what everybody else wants this is my podcast just fucking do what i enjoy doing and people will find it So, that's kind of what I'm learning how to do, you know. Instead of trying to tailor who I am to fit the audience, fuck them. If you don't like it, keep going. Click on the next one. I don't know what to tell you anymore, you know. Um, Plus, it's fake, you know. Who the fuck wants that, you know. Why in a a society nowadays, I mean, obviously, (laughs) we all know that... uh, Everybody has an opinion and everybody thinks that their opinion is the most important opinion. But you can't cater to that, you know? You can't. So uh, so that's what I'm fucking learning. But um, what else we got? Let's see what else is going on. Uh, so I've been driving down to uh, Virginia doing a job down there. Um... I like Virginia, man. Virginia's a different lifestyle. You know, it's so funny talking to people from the South. And then, as opposed to people in the North here, man. Like, it's uh, it's so fucking different. It's, it's, it really is, you know? It, it's, it's fucking nuts. People up here are so hostile and so angry towards each other. And down there, it's not that their opinions are different. Their opinions are the same. They just don't give a shit, you know? They just don't fucking care. I mean, I guess people are more spread out, so they're just, they're not fucking with each other as much, I don't think, you know? Like, uh, I don't know, man. I'm just down there in Norfolk. I'm surrounded by military people, and uh, it, it brings back good memories. I like the way people talk towards each other. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. You know, like the the uh, manners and morals just seem to be there you know, it's just, I don't know, I like that, you know, I'd like to be around that more, I would love to live down there, you know, I drive down through, uh, down 13 to 113, and then take 13 right into Norfolk over the Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel, I love that fucking, I love driving that, man, I think it's, it's, it's such an interesting, uh, architectural feat, you know, <laughs> I think I heard that the, uh, the Bay Bridge Tunnel is 26 miles long, you know. So for 26 fucking miles, you're driving across water, you know, on these fucking cement stilts. <laughs> I mean, it is pretty crazy. I, I can see why some people that have bad nerves get nervous driving over it, you know. Um, but to me, I think it's fucking fascinating, you know. I mean, the shit that humans create is fucking mind-blowing sometimes, you know? And I have the fortune of being a part of it. I get to witness a lot of this, you know, uh, watching bridges be built, uh, fucking giant oil tankers that I partaked in building, you know, it's it's amazing. The only industry that I haven't really gotten too much insight into is uh, airplanes, you know, and uh, anything that flies really I I have never had any experience on helicopters or airplanes other than being a passenger on them and uh, who knows maybe someday my career will take me in that direction you know I'm fucking interested I'm a curious kind of guy man I want to learn a little bit about everything and uh, I don't know we'll see what happens so uh, <laughs> maybe I'm talking too fast I don't fucking know so uh what else is going on? I got to drive up to fucking uh Long Island tomorrow morning. That's a lot of fucking fun. The fire alarm's going off. Got a car show later on today. Dude, every weekend of my life is a busy weekend. It's my sister's birthday today, so I'm going to try and uh you know, fucking take her out to eat or something, you know? We're all adults now. That's all adults do for birthdays. Let's go out to a restaurant and eat some fucking steaks. <laughs> Oh, man, sweet, sound quality, these mics are so fucking good, you can hear the fucking fire alarm going off fucking two miles away, and the birds chirping, it's awesome, so, um, yeah, man, here in sunny Delco, I'm working on some, um, some projects, some ideas, you know, uh, I have some, uh, ideas for some comedy, I'm trying to write, I'm trying to write about five minutes, you know, that's what I've been, I've been reading a lot of these books about how to do stand-up, how to write stand-up, how to edit it, how to practice it, get up there, do your five-minute little set, and then, uh, you know, get booed off the fucking stage, and then go home, tuck your tail between your legs, and start editing again, and keep trying until you eventually get some fucking laughs, and, uh, It's interesting. Comedy is such an interesting thing when you really, you know, there's more involved than I think most people realize. There is a way to gauge a percentage of how well your comedy is doing. So you can record your comedy and measure how long and how often people laugh, and then if you break it down into one-minute increments, you can get a percentage uh, of how often people laughed this is crazy this is mind-blowing shit to me like I'm, I'm reading about this and people are saying that that's how all comedians pretty much judge how well they're doing and whether their material is good or not crazy, it's crazy that there's so much, it's actually science involved in this and, and testing out ideas and um, I'm, I'm fascinated you know The more I dive into this, the more I'm curious about doing it. Now all I got to do is uh, get my shit together, and then the hardest part of all is grab my little tiny fucking Irish balls and climb up on a fucking stage and attempt to say something funny, you know? So so that's a a near future goal of mine is to give that a shot, you know? Uh, My buddy JJ from the Philly Offensive is setting up a show in November, I believe it is. I might have just fucked this all up. I might have got the, the you know the, the wrong month or something. Um, so don't kill me if I'm incorrect. But uh, I've been trying to get him on the show here to sit down and be a guest, and uh, I'm hoping in the near future we can do that. But uh, me and him have been like kicking around the ideas of trying to hit some open mics, and um, you know. So his show's coming up, and I'm and I'm looking forward to it. I'm gonna go check it out, and hopefully he does well and. You know, we all are trying to fucking do something around here, man. So, uh, life is good, man. Life is good. We all got goals and we're all trying to achieve some shit. Uh, (laughs) You know, on another note, on another note, um, I am um, also thinking about writing some short stories. I got some ideas that uh, I'm very interested in and I, was, I don't know, man. I don't know what I'm going to do. I have so, like a very serious, uh, it's not comedy at all, you know. It's a very, it's a kind of a morality tale, this thing that occurred in my life and uh, I want to write it and I don't know. I guess the first thing I got to do is sit the fuck down and write this story that I've been thinking about for years now, and I might just put it as a PDF and lock it, and just uh, post it openly on the fucking internet, just to see if somebody will read it, you know, we'll see, we'll see, I don't know, so um, anyway, man, I just wanted to sit down and fucking get something uh, out, you know, just talk on the mic, uh, I know that people are listening, and they're, they're staying tuned, and I just feel like I got to do this, you know? I just got to stick with it. I can't. You know, I've been reading these uh articles about podcasting. I belong to a couple different uh communities for podcasting. Now, I'm getting trying to get more involved. And it it seems like the ongoing thing is that most podcasts are not successful. Most podcasts are done within fucking 3 months. So, milestone defeated, baby. (laughs) But uh, I just, I believe in what I'm trying to do here. And I think if I just stay persistent, it'll hash itself out. I just got to sit the fuck down here and keep talking. And maybe I do need to slow down, though. Maybe I need to go to once a month. Uh, The thing is, is a lot of people don't realize, you're listening to me for half an hour What you don't know is that there are hours, hours of editing and adjusting and changing things. Sometimes I delete a whole fucking episode after I listen to it, plus listening to it. I listen to this thing like once or twice, sometimes three fucking times before I even fucking feel good about it, you know? So editing it is not listening to it one time and then chopping things up and moving things around. Editing it is hours of work, and then releasing it, you know, there's so much involved. So, uh, getting guests, organizing time to sit down with the guest, uh, it's just so much, and and I think I just need more time. Once a month, I think, is a more doable uh, thing for me at this moment in my life. So, so stay tuned, the show is not done by any means, but... um, I can't say whether or not I will post on the Facebook uh, fan page if there will be no episode next week. But as of right now, I'm going to try to just keep doing this for a little while uh, until I get my thoughts a little more organized. So, uh, anyway, all of my loyal little fans out there, all fucking ten or twenty is, including my mom and my family members. <laughs> You guys are fucking great, man. I appreciate it. Stay tuned. Uh, thanks for keeping me motivated. And uh, I hope you guys have a great Sunday, man. You know? I hope you guys uh go out there and conquer the fucking world and do whatever your fucking heart desires, other than hurt people, okay? <laughs> just uh just try to be happy people, man. You know? I mean just try to be fucking happy. You ever meet a miserable motherfucker? I meet them all the time, and I just always think to myself. Instead of being spiteful, I always just think, "Dude, I f- I hope to God you find some fucking happiness. There's just no reason to live like that." So, um, so don't worry, baby. Be happy. Your bird tuna. We're done here, man. I'm out of here. You guys take it easy. <laughs>